This episode of the Opie Radio Podcast, sponsored by Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Go to greenchef.com slash 90opie, use the code 90opie to get $90 off, including free shipping. Greenchef.com slash 90opie. What are you doing? Going outside? All right, let me do this thing. What do you got in your mouth? Is that one of my socks? All right, we can handle that. Anderson Pock Live. What's going on, buddy? You're first on the YouTube. You're first to the live stream, my friend. What's going on, uh, Alicard and Kevin Klamak, uh, Taswa? Oh, my God, some crazy names coming in from the YouTube. Tara Sidel, uh, good afternoon, she writes. She's first on the Facebook. What's going on, everybody? Chris Rocco, Darren Alverson, Benjamin Tucker, uh, Vincent Scaramuzzo, Hung Dong, <laughs> Point for Dave on the YouTube, Michael Gartland, Brian Humphreys. The list goes on and on. Oh, my Oh my God, Justin Johnson, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Mike Burnich, it looks like. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, it's been a hell of a week. There's been a lot of uh, espionage and hacking and chaos and intrigue and VPNs and IPs and Facebook and Zuck, demonetization, losing my Facebook. I think after a week, I'm starting to get my Facebook back. What was so weird, I got hacked by, uh, by the Russians. And uh, I got a couple IT guys on it, and they really, really helped me out. But what was really, really strange, I couldn't do anything with, with my Facebook. But uh, whoever had control of it, um, they were allowing me to continue live streaming. So I think they were just making money off my live streams. I have no idea. But the Facebook page is still a mess. We're trying to get it all back together. So uh, here we are. I sort of got control of the Facebook page again. For a while, it was just kind of floating in space, and then we learned that we were we were hacked. My goodness. Fuck the haters, uh, Turd Ferguson says. I don't have a lot of haters. I have a small group of people that are very, very obsessed that just roll out troll accounts all day long. So uh, here we are at the beach. I escaped with Doggy, as you can see. He's very, very happy to be back at the beach. Although he's not able to sniff a lot of butts out here, unfortunately. Turn on two-factor uh, authentication, please, Sarah. Sarah, what's going on? How was your hysterectomy? I feel like I'm completely out of touch, even though I did some live streams in, in the last week. But I was very, very distracted because we weren't sure if my banking was compromised. We weren't sure if my YouTube channel was compromised. I wish they just took my goddamn Twitter account. I would have thanked them for that. My son, I got to tell you, he went back to school for the first time in-person learning um, today. Uh, they're back in the city. Um, I'm meeting a few fishing buddies out here tomorrow. And we're going to start throwing in. What's going on over there, doggy? What do you see? There's nothing out here. I got to see what doggy's looking at. 
Matt G with the dollar forty nine. My God, I haven't made money in a week. Thank you, Matt G. What are you looking at, Dwarky? Oh, you're barking at nothing. He's barking at nothing. So I threw him in the car, right? Me and him took the ride to the beach so I could do some fishing tomorrow because it's sort it's early, but uh, we officially called it and we said game fucking on. So we're gonna throw in tomorrow, uh, me and a couple buddies. So I throw Doggy in the car for the long, long, long ride way out here, kind of in the Montauk area. And uh, he says goodbye to the whole family, right? He's in a car for, I don't know, two and a half hours, something like that, maybe closer to three hours. And then uh, we get to the house, and this idiot runs around the house assuming that uh, the rest of the family was here. What? How stupid are dogs? I'm like, hey, dummy, don't you remember we, we said goodbye to them about three hours ago? They're not in the house. It's just me and you. What do you think? They teleported ahead of us, you idiot, you dumb dog? Here we go. We got a car coming by. I don't see any fishing poles on the on the car, though, so I don't think, uh, yeah, that's not a fisherman. That's somebody that's just uh, trying to get some action. These people drive by, and they don't think we know. They drive to the end, and it gets a little quiet down there. <laughs> then they just go at it in the cards. Yeah, I might have, uh, I might have stumbled upon one or two over the years with, uh, with uh, well, I, none with Doggy. I was going to say with Doggy. That's absolutely not true. Look at Doggy. Even knows, Doggy knows what they're up to. Now I gave myself the hiccups. Uh, TCAP2112, Opie destroyed my cousin's toothpick art back in the day. I don't think that's true, my friend. I, I, couldn't get, uh, I couldn't get it. You're lying. Guy came in with toothpick art. He was going on Letterman. He stopped in and uh, showed us his art. And I was just casually trying to get um, the toothpick art in my hands, but it never happened. The guy was on to me. And then when he fleed the building on uh, 57th Street, when we were in the, that uh, wonderful facility that XM uh, uh, built for us before he went over to the stupid corporate environment that is serious, yeah, we had it good before that. Um, and then he was running out of the building with his toothpick art. I took the mustard and started spraying it out the window to try to, to, try to hit him with the mustard because I was so mad I couldn't destroy his toothpick art. And, uh, and look, I got to just say, cause it's the God's honest truth. And then uh, the yellow mustard might've ended up on, an, uh, a young Asian man. And he was very, very confused why it was raining, uh, yellow mustard from the sky. That is a very, very true story. Oh, I got hiccups. Uh, there's two dogs for you, doggy. Why don't you introduce yourself? Why don't you give him a little bark or two, huh? Which one you like? Doggy wants some action. <laughs> doggy! We're going to go fish tomorrow, doggy. Well, that's a very different bark. Does anyone um, does anyone uh, speak doggy? What is, what is he trying to say right now? What is he trying to say? That's a very different bark for doggy. Oh, he wants it. 
I mean, he just spent the last week at a dog park just sniffing butts all day long, and now he's out here. You know, we're isolated once again. Getting ready to do some fishing tomorrow, and he's, uh, wow, I don't know why he's barking like that uh, to that particular dog. Now the dog's looking up at him like, yeah, what do you got? What do you got? Relax, brother. My doggy is fucking Jake Paul, motherfucker. He'll knock you out with one punch. That Jake Paul uh, fight was, eh. I mean, it was impressive. First round knockout. I checked it out. But if this guy wants to be taken seriously, he's got to start uh, actually boxing boxers, right? He made stupid money off that fight. He had, he had stupid Justin Bieber perform, I think, what, four songs? He's never been hit. Uh, John Court says true. But he's not really fighting anyone yet. Robert Ian, uh, 1.5 million pay-per-view buys, $75 million generated. Oh, my God, and I'm hoping to make $75 this afternoon. Opie, if you boxed Anthony, would you win? Oh, please. Of course, vice versa. Of course. I do 10-second push-ups, my brother. Did you bet on the trial, Ope? Uh, no, I did not. What do you guys think? Guilty or not guilty? I know there's a few different charges, but he's going to definitely be guilty of uh, of something, right? Common sense would say, oh, my God, you just triggered half your fucking audience open. Harry, he just triggered everybody. He'll get off. You think he'll get off? little hung jury action? You only need one, I think, right? Guilty without a doubt. All right, look, I'll read the... I'll read the comments for a couple minutes here. Guilty or not guilty? Bill Marchant didn't even follow the trial. Philip Brooks, guilty without a doubt. Guilty, Mike Gambale says. Floyd was a crackhead piece of shit. Whoa, whoa, like Hunter Biden, Casey and Orcal. So he, he deserved to die? Damn. Drug overdose, Star Rider, same. Turd Ferguson, uh, 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 man, oh my God, it's going by way too fast. Maybe I shouldn't have like encouraged everyone to write at the same time. Manslaughter at most. Wait, I, oh shit, you can slow down the comments. <coughs> That's my first beer, believe it or not. Uh, Diablito118, guilty dude, he fucked up big time. If not, only one juror could say no, and the trial begins again. Ian Undercover, Harry the Hater says guilty. John Quartz, he's guilty, but it's up to the jury. Gregory Bogart, uh, Opie, buy groceries in case stuff goes down. Uh, Shell Saladino, guilty. John Garwick, oh my God, Josh Garwick, oh my God, I, I just lost Josh. Oh, Christ, these comments are coming in too fast. I'll just try to pick them off as best I can. Diablito118 with the hold on, hold on. Thank you, sir. I hope you got your hold on, hold on t-shirt at opiradio.com. That shirt is selling nice. Ah, mistrial, you're saying, Andy Volland. What's up, Andy? Uh, Gregory Bogart, opiate might be guilty. Has to be guilty, Sonny uh, Heim says. Uh, El Elysium, he's going to walk, but will live the rest of his life in the Czech Republic somewhere undercover. Sarah! Wait, where did Sarah go? Would he have died without a knee on his neck? Nope. So guilty, Sarah from Buffalo says. Brian Bernard giving me $9.99, and he got his Hold On, Hold On t-shirt. That's very, very nice of you there, uh, Brian Bernard. Sarah, you still haven't told me how you're feeling. 
from the hysterectomy, the private Facebook group. I, 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 I poked in there a couple times in the last week and people were looking for you and wondering how you were doing. Feeling all good. Okay, good. That's all I need to know, Sarah. Thank you. We care about you, Sarah. And now that you did an episode of the podcast, you're kind of known now. Well, I mean, I mean, some people heard it. <laughs> LOL, but the knee on his neck didn't kill him, according to his autopsy. Uh, autopsy, uh, schmuckamuck says. Manslaughter, uh, raise hell, H says, uh, seven to ten years. I can't wait to do a little fishing tomorrow. I got here and uh, a school of like dolphins were just swimming by my locale. This is where I want to be, although we're doing a lot more of the city thing in the next month, letting the kids finish out their school year with some of that in-person uh, learning. I'll tell you right now, I don't know where a lot of you guys are from. I mean, I, I know like Sarah's from Buffalo. Uh, David Hernandez with the $20. Love you, Opal. David, I love you, motherfucker. No, thanks, David. I appreciate it. Um, I don't know where a, a lot of you guys are from. Man, the coronavirus virus is over in New York City. <laughs> it is just over. No one gives a shit. Although the cool thing is uh, I only saw – I was there about a week. And uh, I'm going back really soon. I'm, this is just a quick little uh, visit to the, the beach to do a little fishing. But um, I only saw maybe uh, less than five people without a mask. And, and I was out a lot with the dog, uh, getting my daughter to school and doing errands on my electric scooter. I almost bought it, by the way. Some asshole fucking opened up his uh, passenger side door as I'm flying down one of the side streets in New York. And man, I missed that door by, I missed it by a sea hair, to be totally honest with you. And oh my God, that freaked me out. Less than five people without a mask the whole time I was there. Everyone's wearing masks, but they don't give a fuck. They're doing everything. They're going to the restaurants. They're getting their ice cream. They're going to the parks. They're working out. They're playing in the parks, the really, really crowded parks with their kids. I mean, it is over in New York City. I can tell you that much. Oh, my God, that was a quickie. That's the same car that went down the beach to get some action. There's only um, two types of people. So if you see a car like that, oh, they're flying out of, out of here. They got they got whatever needed to be done, done. You notice they were going a lot slower down the beach, and now they're out of here. <laughs> that means they don't like each other. <laughs> If they actually were liked each other and they had a little uh, romantic thing going down that way, they would be driving back this way a little slow. But they want to just be done with each other. Anyway, so, yeah, we've been out here long enough. When you see the, the trucks and come uh, Memorial Day, you're not allowed to ride the trucks on the beach anymore. But you usually get uh, the fishermen. You'll see those guys. They got poles all over the fucking place. And... Uh, and coolers, you know, mounted to the front or the back of their uh, truck. And then a car like that where you see no fishing shit, they just want to go down to the end of the beach to either watch the sun go down. Now the sun isn't going down today. It's too cloudy. So the only other reason to go down that way is to get some action in, in your car. <sighs> Everyone, for goodness sake, turn on two-factor authentication for Facebook. Trust me, I work in risk management at a bank. Attacks are constant. 
That's Sarah from Buffalo. I had the uh, two-factor authentication on there, uh, Sarah. Um, people were puzzled by what happened to me. Was it an inside job? We'll let you know at the top of the hour. We can discuss Pearl Jam and music. All right, I'll do that. What's your favorite Pearl Jam song, Sarah? Mine by far is Elderly Woman Behind the Counter in a Small Town, followed uh, by Just Breathe. And even though it's been played to death, I kind of like Daughter. There you go. There's my uh, top three Pearl Jam songs. What's your top three Pearl Jam songs? <sighs> even Flow. I like that. Better in your car than on the beach. Not much worse than sand in your ass, Travis. Uh, Atherton says, I tried that sex on the beach once, and oh my goodness. Um, that gets a little rough. Man, one or two grains of sand could do a world of hurt. Debbie up in Boston. Yes, Just Breathe, right? Just Breathe is an amazing song by Pearl Jam. Oh, Release is an amazing song, Philip Brooks. Very, very good. I don't like rats. <laughs> Philip Brooks, sorry. Sorry to shit on your choice. I just, I don't like rats. Oh, Black is an amazing song too, Sarah. Oh my God, Black is an amazing song. I might have to. All right, I'll put that in my um, my. I, now I'm up to uh, four, so I need one more to round off my uh, my top five. One more. I got Release in there. I got Just Breathe. I got Elderly Woman Behind the Counter in a Small Town, and I got Black. I need one more. Oh, Yellow Lead Better. Fuck, vice versa. Ah. Ooh, do I go Yellow? Lead better. Oh, you're 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 making me think now. Can I figure this out? Can I figure out my top five? Black is definitely in there. Ugh. Yellow Lead Better is an amazing song, though. Damn it! I hope I don't get food poisoning. By the way, there's not much in the house because we uh, we pretty much emptied the fridge before we left. We weren't really sure when we were coming back, and I also realized I didn't f feed my tropical fish. Um. Kind of weird that I would drive three hours just to feed my uh, tropical fish, but I've been known to be that ridiculous. Um, so I found some um, some cheddar cheese and some pretzels. I'm like, ah, this is a good snack to hold me over because I, I did find uh, some frozen tuna in the in the freezer, so I know that's good. And I'm just chowing down on this cheddar cheese and the and the pretzel rods. You got to go pretzel rods, right? Oh my God! And then I uh, I look down and there's a giant out of control spreading mold on my cheddar cheese and I was eating it the whole damn time. <laughs> How sick do you get from uh, mold on cheese? I'm thinking your body kind of takes care of that, right? Because I had a friend, one of my uh, college friends, he would buy all those uh, fancy cheeses and he would leave them on the top of his fridge for whatever reason. And I remember I was visiting him, and he brought down the cheeses, and it was all sorts of mold on him. Like, we can't eat that shit. And all he did was, like, he just sliced off the mold and then sliced some nice pieces of this amazing cheese that he got from a cheese shop. And, and it was delicious. It was no harm. Philly's saying that's good. Just scrape the mold off. Yeah, well, that's the problem, Terry Ferguson. I didn't notice the mold. And uh, I was, uh, you know, halfway through my snack and just saw 
giant mold on the cheddar cheese. Did you guys see that the the, the helicopter uh, took its first flight on Mars? How amazing is that? And then I was I was uh, I had like uh, I had a business call, not to brag, but working on some things, and I'm just kind of pacing around my house, and my cell service got all sorts of fucked up, and I'm like, really? On the same day that NASA flew a goddamn helicopter on Mars, I still get shitty cell service at this house. Oh, Jesus, flat earth, opiates, torture. I don't know. I think uh, I figured out the flat earthers. I think they just want to be dicks. I, I think that most of them know that the earth is round, but they just want to be dicks. That's the theme in society, unfortunately, these days, or should I say society, where people just want to be dicks. Pat Duffy, a guy I work with, is a hardcore flat earther, and he agreed to come on my show to talk about it. Oh, jeez. Pat Duffy, instead of doing that shit in the uh, private Facebook group, I should open this up to you. I'll get you and the guy on. I'll shut the fuck up and uh, so everyone could check it out. Because we do some numbers. We were doing some really nice numbers until the uh, the Russian hack. Uh, Rich Brookman, you are the best. Oh, great view. Thanks. And we just saw a vehicle go by where a couple went down the beach, had some action, and then flew out of here. So that was like an extra bonus. And then we also had Doggy uh, barking like a lunatic today with uh, very different barks. Man, that uh, doggy uh, protects us, though. Me and my son were at the dog park, and um, wow, it's it's insane. New York City has these dog parks. I've walked by them a million times. Now I got a dog, so I got to be part of the society. And this one lady's telling me, were you here for – oh, I wish I remember the dog's name. Let's just go with uh, Tiffy. Were you here for Tiffy's birthday party earlier? It was a huge success. And I was like, oh, my God, ew, no. Why would I do that? But I guess they have, like, birthday parties for their dogs at the dog park. But I've had more conversations with New Yorkers in the last, uh, I don't know, we've been out of in and out of New York City in the last three weeks. Uh, we've spent a lot of time in New York in the last three weeks. And I've had more conversations with uh, New Yorkers because I have a dog than, uh, you know, before we got the dog. I guess that's all I needed to do was get a dog because everyone wants to talk and it starts with the dog and then it, 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 it goes to everything fucking else. It's, it's like a, a thought starter, which is kind of cool. But we're at the dog park and, um, wow, yesterday was crowded. There were like 30 dogs in there and, uh, and dogs, they get curious and they want to, they jump on you as you're sitting on a bench. And me and my son, we're talking about, uh, you know, uh, Marvel superheroes and uh, some of the dogs were jumping up on us and Doggy lost his fucking mind and went into protection mode and it scared the shit out of me and my son. We didn't. We didn't realize he was capable of doing that. And he was basically telling the dogs to back the fuck off. I like that. I want to train him like he's a German shepherd. Because people look at him like, oh, my God, he's so fluffy and adorable. And I want him to have the instinct of a fucking German shepherd. How do I get that done? Like, I want a word where I just say the word and he just goes ape shit. Because they'll never expect it. They'll never see it coming. And I think that would be cool. <laughs> Connor P. Jesus. Out of nowhere. You train your dog with peanut butter and your balls. <laughs> Holy shit. 
Uh, Pat, this is what we should do. Oh, that's not good when he's barking downstairs and I'm the only one here. Can you guys hold on a second? And then, Pat, I'll tell you what I want to do. Hold on. Maybe I'll get another beer. Hold on. Doggy. While Opie checks on some suspicious noises coming from downstairs, let's welcome a brand new sponsor to the Opie Radio Podcast. I'm talking about Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Go to greenchef.com slash 90OP. Use the code 90OP to get $90 off, including free shipping. I love Green Chef. But Opie, don't you love HelloFresh? Yes, I love them too. Relax, HelloFresh bought Green Chef. And I just uh, completed my first box from Green Chef. And I made a chicken pot pie. It was delicious and very, very easy to make. Green Chef is the first USDA certified organic meal kit company. Enjoy clean ingredients you can trust, seasonally sourced to peak freshness. You know how this works, right? Ingredients come pre-measured, perfectly portioned, and mostly prepped so you can spend less time stressing and more time enjoying delicious home-cooked meals. And Green Chef makes eating well easy and affordable with plans to fit every lifestyle, whether you're keto paleo, vegan, vegetarian, or just looking to eat healthier, there's a range of recipes to suit any diet or preference. And you know, experts find that following a plant-based diet decreases the possibility of high blood pressure and boosts your immune system. Here's the deal. I love eating healthy, but also tasty. And I got to tell you, Green Chef is perfect for me, for me. And hopefully it'll be uh, perfect for you. Don't take my word for it. Check it out for yourself. Go to greenchef.com slash 90OP. Use the code 90OP to get $90 off, including free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Once again, go to greenchef.com slash 90OP. Use the code 90OP to get $90 off, including free shipping. And welcome aboard to Green Chef. All right, no big deal. He was just barking at a at a black van with two guys that were dressed completely in black. But I think everything's good. You all right, doggy? He's back up here. That was scary. Uh, yeah, there were diplomatic plates in the van, RJ Henners. I don't know what that was about. Whatever. I'll call the cops. They'll figure it out. Oh, my God. I got pulled over for speeding, by the way. Jesus. And I kind of... I kind of pulled a male version of uh, <laughs> Karen. Because <laughs> we have this tiny, tiny little uh, community. Very, very tiny. It's one of those towns where the local police are like, fuck, man. They don't have much to do, you know? So they want to just pull everybody over. And the guy pulls me over. And uh, I roll down my window. And he goes, license and registration. Like, this is white privilege. I'm going to be totally honest with you. Because I looked right at him. I went, ah! I know blank and he goes that he goes well can i still see your uh, license you know i go okay i live here and i hand over the license right and he walks back to his car and then i i called blank i go hey blank i got pulled over <laughs> next thing you know uh I don't know what happened. Next thing you know, he comes back to the car. He goes, I, I'll give you a warning. I'm like, thank you. I go, I appreciate you pulling over the speeders because it's really annoying out here. And he goes, yeah, but you're one of the speeders. I, and I go, I know, but I live here. 
this is a true story. Ah, oh, Christ, <laughs> it's a true story. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but here's the other side of it, because, you know, if I leave you just hang and you're like, wow, Ope's a real fucking dick. I already dropped a little something something off where they uh, hang out. Sorry, I'm picking my nose right now. Um, I don't know what's going on. I got a giant nugget in there. Sometimes you gotta, man. You gotta get in there and get those nuggets out. Sometimes a, you know, a, a nice blow with the tissue isn't gonna get the job done. Let's be honest with each other. Sometimes you gotta scrape, 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 and shake it loose. Yeah, bad in the cave, Andy. You know. How you feeling after your second Pfizer shot a week later? John from Virginia says I am. Um, Back to, quote, normal, my friends. I feel uh, I feel very good. I definitely felt sluggish there for a little bit after the second shot. Um, but I feel damn good now. Feeling like a weak bitch, eh? Wolfen Stevenson. I, I, don't, I don't know what that means, Wolfen. What was your favorite station to work at? I would have to go with uh, WAAF, the only station that really rocks. As far as uh, with me and Anthony, <clears throat> excuse me, solo, I would have to go with uh, WCMF, the home of rock and roll in Rochester. So you got two answers there. Oh, from Jack in it, Wolfen said, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, there you go, Wolfen. Uh, I would say, uh, I would say guilty as charged, my friend, <laughs> if you need to know. Jesus. XM was the best, though, right? Uh, Rory says, nope. Not for me. We had uh, we had more success at WNEW. We had more success when we worked for XM. But as far as my favorites stations go, it would be WAF, the only station that really rocks up there in Boston. Way outside Boston, but we, you know, made believe we were part of Boston. Because, you know, me and Ant were uh, running on all cylinders. We were uh, absolutely, completely on the, the same page. And uh, WCMF in Rochester, when I was a, a solo guy, I loved that because that's when I was just getting started and everything was new to me. And the excitement that would flow through my veins as I knew I was about to turn on a microphone and talk. I, I don't think I'll ever properly uh, describe that feeling back in the day. And all I was doing was introing some dumb records and doing liner cards. And then, you know, it became uh, too much of a business. And, uh, and uh, me and Ant, um, even though we were incredibly successful after WAF, the only station that really rocks, uh, you know, we weren't on the same page. So for me, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't my favorite Hey, Ope, I was listening to an old show, old show clips. Was the Linda Blair interview pre-planned, or did you guys do that on the spot? We absolutely did that on the spot. We improved uh, a lot of the shit over the years. And right now on the phone, it's Linda Blair. Linda Blair. The power of Christ compels you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The power of Christ compels you. 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 
The power of Christ compels you! 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 Linda Blair, everyone. <laughs> Linda Blair. <laughs> oh, my ribs. <laughs> that could be one of the best interviews we've ever had. <laughs> That's what made the Opie and Anthony show so successful, by the way. And then other shows would be so frustrated by our success, but they weren't brave enough to just throw away their pre-planned show prep and just go with it. And we were brave enough to just go with it. We always had uh, a damn good staff behind the scenes uh, prepping like crazy. And then uh, the best stuff came when we said, you know what? We don't need any of this stuff and threw it away and just went with it. But it was it was a uh, it was a nice safety net. I would I would tell the guys all the time because they would they would prep, man, they would prep enough stuff for I don't know two or three shows, and and every once in a while or a lot of times we would only use one or two of their pieces, you know something big in the news or whatever, and I would always uh, sit the guys down in the office and say don't think it's a waste because you guys uh, prepare so well for us it's such a safety net that we know we could go to that material at any time and that frees the brain to just go with it and do improv what do you think of the current state of morning terrestrial radio there aren't many uh, national shows anymore uh, spectra 73 i was talking to brother Weeze about that over the weekend we were doing a little of that catching up and he's like, dude, it's over. I go, yeah, no shit. I go, Weez, turn off the lights when you're done. You're you're the last guy. And he said, uh, the people that are behind him, you know, the youngsters, they really still believe uh, they got careers ahead of them in regular radio. It, it's it's not true. I don't even know if regular radio will be around in five years. Um, I can't tell you one terrestrial radio show that I would want to listen to. Yeah, go ahead. Make it about you, doggy. Go ahead, bark. A couple dogs on the beach. Another dog going that way. Go ahead. There you go. He's going to bark. Why don't you wake up all the neighbors? I say in three, two, one. Look at them just frolicking and having a good time. And you're stuck with me, doggy. We'll be out there as soon as we're done with this. Are the Russians stealing our Facebook money? Vincent Scaramuzzo says, I think I got that back. I think today it looks like that I got my um, uh, monetization back on Facebook and I'm reconnected to my bank account after my bank said, let's take a look at some things, make sure we're good here.
for your protection. We're going to shut down everything and make it very, very difficult to deal with customer service. But it's for your good, not ours. So after, I don't know, a day and a half of that horse shit, I think, uh, no, I know I'm reconnected to my Facebook. So uh, there you go. It's been a hell of a week. It's not fun being hacked and scammed by the Russians. I might go on a hunger strike now. Ted Nugent's an asshole. He basically was saying that the coronavirus pandemic was a scam, something like that. And then, uh, you know, you wake up this morning and uh, Ted Nugent uh, tests uh, positive for the coronavirus. So there you have it. <laughs> there you have it. Ooh, that's guttural. What does the guttural bark mean when Doggy does that? That's a different type of bark. Oh, I forgot to tell you, my dog was attacked in um, the dog park in New York City by a little, uh, a little white. I really need to know the the uh, the breeds. It was a white dog that had just incredibly long white hair. Couldn't have been more than 18 inches off the ground, probably less. Smaller dog, very thin snout. And uh, this guy comes into the dog park with his dog, right? And I could tell the dog had an attitude. And I knew the guy wasn't right because he had that uh, that kind of crazy facial hair, meaning, you know, he missed a lot of spots. <laughs> so he was a mess. And he walked in with this dog. And he let this dog off the leash, and this thing went nuts. It went after every dog in the dog park. And guess uh, which dog got the brunt of it? My dog. He latched on and ripped fur out of doggy, where uh, it was just uh, that orange hair on my dog just hanging out of his mouth. And then the, the guy, who is definitely not uh, completely there, goes, oh, he's very... Uh, He's very claustrophobic. There's too many dogs here today. Never says sorry as, as he's walking his dog off with a giant clump of my dog's fur in its mouth. Maybe that's why Doggy's acting like this today. Because you know what? The only reason I just uh, told that story is because that dog down there looks exactly like the dog that attacked mine. Oh, Big Mac, thanks for asking. Uh, oh, oh, how's your wife feeling? Any more docs appointments? 50 bucks, LOL. Yeah, we're still paying incredible co-pays. She got a second opinion on the shoulder. I think I got. I think I told you guys, yes. Uh, they're suggesting surgery. Um, the consensus is she definitely has a frozen shoulder, and they don't really understand frozen shoulders in general. If any of you guys out there really understand it, I can certainly use the knowledge. Says, uh, I'd like to do surgery, get in there and see what's going on. And then I talked to like my doctor friends and they're like, you want to avoid surgery at all costs. So if a doctor's saying we want to get in there and see what's going on, that's not a good sign. And then my wife gets her notes and notices that they wrote up her knee. They wrote up her knee uh, alongside her shoulder. So obviously the knee crap was for somebody else. So that that's kind of a red flag, right? And this guy's one of the one of the top uh, shoulder guys in all of uh, New York City. So now we don't know what to do. 
she's definitely using the arm a lot, but she just can't lift it. Uh, she can't. Oh boy, can I say this today? She can't lift it higher than like uh, like like uh, like Hitler used to. She can't really lift it higher than that, uh, and that's the issue. I mean, I got a, I got a back. I, I've told you this, I believe. I hate that I always start my shit with. I, I told you this. Just say it, because there might be someone out there that didn't hear it, and they're hear, hearing it for the first time. And the other people go, "Oh yeah, he said this already." Hopefully, he'll say something new, so I'm not bored of tears watching this. But uh, I got the two herniated discs, a bad back, and I got a uh, a spine doctor that lives down the beach. That's a good friend of mine. He's the he's the shirtless wonder that just jumps in the ocean in very rough waves and will swim a mile like it's nothing, and then jog past you with with no shirt on, and the women start drooling. And then I reach for my shirt. That guy. He's a good friend of mine, though, and he knows I got bad uh, herniated discs. And he basically said, and he does this for a living, he goes, if you could avoid it, don't do surgery. Uh, oh, shit. Hold on. Talk among yourselves. I got a text message. I was trying to check in with the kids. They must have slept in. Uh, 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 oh, okay. All right. All good. I kind of wanted to talk to my kids before they... Uh, went off to school and I couldn't get them on the old uh, old FaceTime because they were getting ready. So they, they have left the house. They're on their way. Uh, that sucks. See, look, I, I made you guys a priority over my kids. That's not right. No, actually, they, they weren't answering. So I'm like, all right, I might as well live stream. <laughs> Mandy Ayo, I've seen you, Mandy. I've been chatting in your lives for weeks on Facebook. You never see me. I, I know you're one of the regulars. I recognize you. I'll tell you the people I recognize as they go by. Philip Wright, I recognize. Of course, Butters. Uh, Ripley's Asylum is new. I hope he continues uh, joining us every day. Mandy, I absolutely know you're a regular. RJ Hinners, I know he's a regular. Rachel, of course she's a regular. This was a lot of fun. Um, doggy sniffing the onion plant. Doggy, don't eat that. Don't eat, don't touch peaches. That's my sock. I know you're bored. I'm, I'm finishing up. Dude, give me one more minute. It's not about you. Did you used to work for the Opie and Anthony show? And uh, a big hi to all the uh, people from the private Facebook group. Sorry, I haven't been around that much, but I literally didn't have, um, I, 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 I didn't have any connection to it for a bit. That I that was really bad. Like it, Facebook gave me some of the features back, then others uh, not so much. And one of them was I couldn't I couldn't communicate with uh, the private Facebook group. All right, I need uh, I need another cup of coffee. And uh, oh, you heard the bark, really? Now you got to go back out there. Of course you do. You don't have to. You don't have to acknowledge every bark, doggy. And then um, Skylight Frame for Mother's Day. Uh, Skylightframe.com, promo code O-P-O-P-I-E. I'm telling you, this is a great gift for Mother's Day. At the very least, go to uh, Skylightframe.com, put the promo code O-P-I-E in, and check it out for yourself. If you like it, great. You, you use that promo code, you'll get a few bucks off. And I think your mommy will like it because it's different than the candy and the roses and that Dumb gold dipped rose, my God, and stupid stuffed animals.
do something different this Mother's Day. All right, I'm babbling. I got to go. Goodbye. Goodbye. Andy, the audio's not gone. I'm giving you a moment of zen. Jeez. Live in the moment for a second. This is your moment of zen. Yeah, John Quartz understands a moment of zen. All right, let's go back to the uh, moment of zen. Moment of Zen. Moment of Zen. Come on.